With the long, dark night of winter looming above us like a haunted Victorian child begging for bread in the night, it's time to get spooky, but not too spooky, Susan, and set some intentions before the frost sets in. This episode, we're looking at the Celtic origins of Halloween and doubling down on our stance to bring crime and vandalism back into the holidays. We're also cursing you with our verbal stims, enforcing important mug rules, guessing ADHD celebrity blind items, and telling a mischievous high school pizza secret from two different perspectives that ends in a valuable life lesson for the children. Don't get caught. They said that we'd grow out of it Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn And most of our clothing is covered in stains It's not a deficit of attention There's just too much to think about So if executive dysfunction Becomes a little too much If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a I need to warm up a little. Okay. Um, little, little, little. Can I read you a quote from my my tea tag? Please. Um, this was a quote that was not designed, not for us. How about that? All right. A new segment called Not For Us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it says, and this is one of those yogi teas. Let your thoughts give hope, guidance, and upliftment to all. No. Not for us. Upliftment? No. Is that a word? No one wants to be in my head. Yeah, my thoughts are not doing that. They're not working as they're supposed to, I guess. No. Let your thoughts open. <laughs> no one wants to hear these thoughts. No, my thoughts are, are va- vampires, cannibals. You know. No. These not. these are things that I think about, and no one no one needs to hear this. I mean, I Except guess we've decided we, they do because we did yeah, a whole okay, podcast. So that was one. I wouldn't call it uplifting, but that was one thought. But I mean, people don't like it. No, some people don't like it. Susan There's didn't like it. So many more where that came from. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Every once in a while, one escapes and goes into the ether, but I try to keep them all within. Yeah, try to hold For the sake of the world. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Keep them safe inside. Yep. Yep. Don't let them escape. Just like, uh, what what does also say? Holding in all your feelings. Oh, my niece is going to be so mad at me right now that I don't know this. She's listening. Conceal, don't feel. She's listening and she's upset. Yeah, she's upset. No, she doesn't know what a podcast is. Seal don't feel. She only knows horses right now. Oh. We're in a horse phase. Horse. Like aunt, like niece. Niece. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretical horses? No, she has a real horse now. Wow. She's a real life horse. Lucky little kid. I know. My brother spoils the crap out of her. She's very cute. And so I see why. I feel like if I was a wasn't such an ugly kid, maybe I would have (laughs) gotten my way. You're not an ugly kid. Oh, just man. a little ghostly looking. Uh, ghostly, uh, matted like a, hair. and You looked like a haunted Victorian child. I was those, a haunted Victorian child. You basically were. Yeah. Um, you had those big ass bangs. World's thickest bangs. Wor- world's thickest bangs, yeah. And then just like weird, wavy, slash a little bit matted in the back hair. Yeah. You know, rocking that. Well, I wouldn't brush my hair, and so my mom gave me a bowl cut, so... Wow. You always you could have had a bowl cut. I could have had a could bowl cut. Could have been cut. worse. If only. If only. Could you imagine? 
would have been stick out triangle straight. hair. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Real I would have looked like the villain from uh, Gru. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would. Uh, I look like a pencil. <laughs> uh, also, when I worked at the preschool, we had this one little girl who was very flat affect, very funny without trying to be. But she would always want me to push her on the swings at recess and just push her and push her and push her. And she would sing Let It Go, but she would just go, let it go, let it go, <laughs> let it go. And she would just scream it. And like we would try to sing the rest of the song, get her to move on. Yeah. No, no, no interest in the rest of the words. No, no interest in finding any type of like tone. Just let it go. It's more just shouting it. Maybe yeah. she's just trying to like. Let it go. Yeah, she's um, like a affirmation of some sort rather mm. than actually singing. You're right. She was just chanting to herself. Chanting. That's that's what it is. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, all right. All right well, I think we're in it. Yeah. So welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace Beret. I'm your host, Kristen Stanhope. Whoa. Whoa. Here we are. Here we are. And we're not letting it go because it's time to start the show. Yep. And then we'll let it go at the end. Maybe. Maybe. Or we'll just keep talking and talking and <laughs> this could. podcast will go forever. Oh, like, this is the song that no. never ends. No. Goes on and on, my friends. Some people no. started singing, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that never ends. All right, you got me. This is going to be, I'm glad to have that in my head for the next week. Yeah, thanks a lot. This is a fun episode already. Yeah, here we are. All right. Instead of a warm-up question, even Ooh. though we've already done some warm-up chit-chat. So yeah. why warm up when you're warm? So this is like a already warmed up, but let's keep getting warmer type. Yeah. Of Crank the heat. Little segment, pre-segment, a pre-segment segment. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the pre-segment segment called Grace's Opening Commentary. I love it. Because I find that whenever I listen to our episodes that we've already recorded, I mm -hmm. always have like all these little notes and comments that I want to make. Mm -hmm. on the episode but it's already out there and then i just have to like forget my comments so uh this time i'm saying them so here you always say them like in the instagram post or yeah. on facebook or all these great social media platforms that we have where or you could, i could say them here right you now you could you could them and that's what i'm doing okay all right let's do it first comment i have a bone to pick with you about the shoe bill you're talking about the fake bird yes first of all they're not called shoe bill storks anymore because oh. they're not actually a stork. That's an outdated oh, name. because they're a puppet. Because they're not yes, a fucking yes, bird. <laughs> because they're actually the Shoebill puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a mascot. <laughs> Shoebill puppets. <laughs> I would root for that team. I would too. Go puppets! <laughs> <laughs> no, they are birds, but they're not technically storks. So they're just called the Shoebills, apparently. AI-generated birds. Yes. But you're talking about how terrible this bird is. I can't believe you didn't share the most menacing fact about them which is that the razor-sharp edges of its beak allow it to decapitate their prey quickly. Jesus They are known Christ. to often behead their prey before consuming them whole. What? Yeah. Where? How did I not read that? I don't know. I read an article that was 14 menacing facts about the shoe bill. <laughs> it's literally called. We have to put that in the show notes. I have it in there. 14 menacing facts. And they even eat baby alligators. Fucking birds eating baby alligators. See, that's, it's not a real bird. Real birds don't eat that. Eat baby alligators. They're decapitating baby alligators and swallowing this them whole. This is a puppet bird. Isn't that horrifying? Controlled by computers. There's no way that that is a real bird. I think that's a pretty cool fact about the shoe bell. I think it's a cool fact, but I don't think it's a real bird. 
Well, in the lore of this shoebill puppet, that's what they do. That's insane. Those birds, I just, I can't eat, ah, it's not a real bird. There's no way. I believe you're real, Shoebill, and I support (laughs) you. All right, my next little comment. Oh, you got more. I've got more, baby. Uh, I've realized that once I share a verbal stim on here, just like with hobbies or anything I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, often it's in a negative way where I'm so proud of myself. I've done this thing. I'm, wow, look at me. I have this new habit or this new hobby. Yeah. And I share it on the podcast. And then immediately after, it's like, all right, and now that's done. And and I stopped doing this great hobby or habit that I had. And I was really proud of it. On the flip side, I've noticed that once I share a verbal stim, like we just did our my current verbal stim, Mm -hmm. it usually actually goes away when I've been driving myself crazy with it. But then I was wondering if it's just like passing it on to someone else, like in the movie The Ring, where you're just like, oh, like, I don't know if it's disappeared or if someone out there has been cursed with my singing or your verbal stim or something. Yeah, just singing whatever, singing. <laughs> so if you are out there and you have been cursed with our verbal stims and you're still shouting, it's a po-pole, uh, let us know because I want to know. Did it disappear once I shared it and I got it out of my system or has it just has been it transferred. passed on? Yeah, yeah. Has, it tra- has the curse transferred? <laughs> um, and then my final thought, just a little one. I was thinking about our conversation about tiny things and Mm -hmm. tiny thing hobbies and how autistic people are probably more likely to have tiny thing hobbies. Mm -hmm. You know what? Another one I thought of, ships in bottles. Oh, yeah. Right? That's a great one. Isn't it? Yes. I, like, still don't believe that people actually do that as a hobby. I mean, they do. So It's like a theoretical hobby, I think. No. It's... They do. There's... Proof. If you're a ship in a bottle enthusiast. If you're a ship in a bottle, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know what weirds a feather. How's yeah. life? Yeah, how's the bottle? How's your bottle? <laughs> All right, and that's it. Those are just my three little I like those comments. comments right? Yeah. Just uh, Grace's, AC's little thoughts. AC's little thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like those because I feel like after we record, it's kind of like, all right, bye. Yeah. And, and then uh, like we've released the I episode. so many things. I guess I share them with Christopher. Because now that he's editing for us, mm. he he also he also has lots of thoughts and feelings. I bet he does. And, and runs upstairs to tell me, <laughs> and is like, "I have to tell you this, or else I'll forget it." But I, you know, something about this. He had a lot of comments about the stork. He really likes that. Oh yeah, dumb. it's not a stork. That's right. It's, it's an AI puppet. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of comments about that puppet. So because apparently he's a fan. Oh, all right. Um, team Shoebill. He's Team Shoebill. Welcome. I am not. He he texted me with a comment about how we were using his name as a placeholder for like to represent the most ADHD person of all time. And we were saying like pulling a Christopher. Yes, in terms because of he is <laughs> representing the most ADHD person, ADHD person I've met. Same in a while. Same, and I worked with children. Yeah, it's it's crazy in that brain. He, he, I know. It's got a lot I, going on. You know, there was I was watching a TikTok and they're like ask this to your partner and I was like I hate these things but then I was watching it I think I don't know I watched it anyway but they were like ask your partner what's if you had to like switch bodies or like I was Uh, you and you were me whoa freaky Friday yeah freaky Friday like what would what would you be like most excited about to test out and I would say I want to test out his brain because he has one of those visual brains and I would be so excited to test out his visual brain because we always talk about how we have a lot of communication issues, especially when we're doing like a task together. Because mm. he 
can think with visions and pictures and I cannot. And so he's trying to verbalize what he's thinking and I'm just like, Whoa? Oh, I bet that's so hard. Oh, man. I don't know how he has any patience with me, but half the time I'm not paying attention, so he has to repeat himself. And, yeah. You know, I'm like off in another room and he's like, no, get back here. <laughs> Where are you um, going? <laughs> so, have him draw you out a diagram. Yeah. That's what Ian does for that's, me. That's, when that's, he can tell my eyes have glazed over. Yeah. He'll start to describe something physically and it's like, if I don't know what you're talking about in the first five seconds... I'm all not I need along, an analogy. But mm-hmm. everything you're saying, I'm not paying attention. It's like when some, someone gives you verbal directions, but you know you're just going to look it up on the GPS. Yeah. Like, oh, uh huh. Oh, turn. Thanks. Turn there at that turn. street. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yep, I'll got that. it. Got it in here. Still trapped in here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Locked down. <laughs> yep. 20 step directions. Oh, I got yep. I'm listening to all of these. Don't yep. worry. Yep. Paying attention. Definitely not just going to fucking Google right. it. Right. <laughs> Thank all God right. for Google Maps. Thank God. All right, should we get into our segments? Yeah. That was our pre-segment our show, segment. Our pre-segment segments. Now it's time for our segment segment. Okay. Let's First roll. One, little accomplishments. Little accomplishments. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. Yeah. Right. I just shared all my little comments, so why don't you go first? Okay. What did you accomplish? Today, this morning, yeah. while I was here, I finished all my notes I had to finish from last week. Woohoo! Yeah, Woo. you did. Yeah, it was... I, I've been struggling. Lately, this weekend in particular. So I thought I was going to finish everything yesterday, and then I ended up taking a big nap. So <laughs> you needed that big I nap. I needed. I felt really good after that big nap. But then you know, it's like one of those things where it's like the. It's not even. I felt good after, but it's still like not a great nap because the whole time in the back of your head, you're like, mm. I got to finish that thing. I got to do those things. Yeah, it's not. Full but then you rest. can't bring yourself to do the thing. But you just kind of stew on it the whole time while not actually doing the thing and if you just did the thing it'd be fine yeah it's like you're stuck in this like productivity limbo yeah i want to do the thing but i'm too tired to do the thing so i take a nap and i'm i'm upset while i'm napping because you should be doing i should be doing the thing it won't take that long if i just do the thing and then i can actually rest and move on from doing the thing but i won't do the thing because i don't have the energy or the mental capacity to do the thing I have found that on weekends, especially whenever I tell myself, oh, I'm going to wake up Saturday morning and I'm going to be so productive. I'm going to get all this stuff done. Mm -hmm. I inevitably don't because I put so much pressure on myself to do it. And then I like disappoint myself, which I do all the time anyways. Mm -hmm. But especially on weekends, I've noticed that I have to tell myself, you don't have to do anything today. And if I get stuck in that mode of like trying to force myself to do stuff Mm -hmm. and it's not happening, I just tell myself, you know what? Today's not the day. You don't have to do anything today. And I don't know if it's my PDA, but immediately after that, I'm like, you know what? I am going to do some stuff <laughs> because I'm like being, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling myself that I don't, don't have to. do anything. And yeah. you're like, fuck you. Well, fuck I'm you. Gonna I'm going to do all my do stuff. all the things. Maybe I should try that. Yeah, you should. I found, and I think this is just uh, burnout, but I need like a full day. Like I need a full Saturday of not doing much. The Sabbath. Yes. I need a Sabbath is what I need. Yeah. Take and, that Sabbath. And, and then once I've had, but I have a hard time because I'm like Saturday, like there's so many, I want to do chores. I want to clean and I want to, I'm like motivated to do things, but my, my brain and my body are tired. Mm. So I need a Sabbath, but I feel like I can't fully relax until all the things are done. But yeah. then yeah, I have but to you do could all get the things. things on, you could get the things done on Sunday. I could. Because you need that rest day. I need a rest day. I need to allow myself to have a rest day. Yes. It's going to be hard. Maybe I'll make that a new ADHD challenge. Ooh, that would be good to like force yourself. Force yourself to have have a rest rest day. day. Yeah, because I find that only on those days 
where I've decided it is okay to rest and today you should be resting. Those are the only days I can rest because any other day I'm like, well, I should be doing stuff. I should be doing stuff. And then none of my rest is productive. No, it's not productive rest because you're thinking about all the things you should be doing. Yeah. And I just feel shitty about sitting on the couch. Yeah. But when I give myself permission to sit on the couch, then I can actually enjoy it. Although then I'm like, well, now I want to do stuff. Yeah. Right. And I feel and it's also like once I'm in the wet. I'm in the wet, yeah. you know, so like once I'm in that productivity mode, I don't want to stop it and rest. It feels good. feels nice. feels nice. But yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. yeah, that's what I did. I finished I them. Grace. Yes. What did you do? I went to Staples. I'm so proud of myself for this one. Staples? Yep. Is that still around? Yeah, it is. Where's Staples? For all your paper needs over by the mall. Next to Burlington Co. Factory. Mall. Yeah, next to the main oh, mall. Oh, Burling. I see. Oh, okay. Um, but that Staples has been there forever. Yeah, oh it's still God. there. It's still standing. People still need paper, mm. despite technology, you know? But I've been meaning to forever go make digital copies of my weird collage art. Actually, yeah. I, I need you to bring down your uh, Get Your Nut oh, yeah, drawing yeah. that I made for you. Yeah. Remind me another day. I will. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to go and get, like, nice scan digital scans of them made and then like get some prints made and everything but i've just been so scared because i don't know the rules of like how to do it and what to ask for and i just like Mm. was feeling overwhelmed by it but yesterday gracie and i went to a yard sale and i had her bring one of her drawings over to me and i was telling her that i was so scared about not knowing the rules and so she offered to go with me because she's done it before so we went to staples together she held my hand Aww, figuratively and that's literally. That's a great little body and, double story. Right? And we did it together and we figured it out. And the man there was very nice. And I felt stupid because I didn't know what I was doing, but he was very helpful. And it was really nice just like having a pal there. You know, I did all the talking, but it was just nice having a buddy there. To yeah, like, an emotional you know, support buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't feel silly by myself. I had someone to kind of like make a game plan with of like, where do we go? What do we do? What do we ask for? Where are we standing? How do we get, yeah. what do I want done? Oh, that's lovely. You know, I just felt like there were so many decisions to be made and I wasn't right. I wasn't really sure about exactly what I wanted. And so I, the whole process just felt very overwhelming. I felt very Haley of, I can't go to the Red Room because I've never been there before. <laughs> <laughs> so you just needed a little buddy. Yeah, I just needed a little buddy to help me, yeah, social support. And so I did it. I did some body doubling and I was really proud of myself. That's great. Yeah. I still have to go pick up my copies, so... We'll see if that happens, but at least I've done the scariest part. Yeah. Because now I've been there, so now I can now go Now you there. know the routine. You're like, hey, I made some copies. And exactly. pick up the copies. Old news. I've yeah. been here plenty right. of times. This is just my regular weekly thing of picking up my copies. Picking up copies. This is my local hang. <laughs> so, yeah. I was really well, proud there. of that one. And that was a big accomplishment. That's so great. me. I am proud of you. Thanks. Social situations are stressful, but less so with a friend. That's my song. That's great. All right. Oh, is it time? It is time. Shall we? For the quirks. All right. Yes. Let's do it. Some people call me spacey. Some people call me fun. But I'm just quirky. Nice. That was loud. That was pretty loud. It sounded louder than usual. You haven't been practicing. I haven't been practicing. Your airflow. My, I gotta, uh, ah, you can tell. Uh, haven't been practicing. Yeah. I also feel like we haven't done quirks in a while. I'm excited. Well, we did business with so much to start. Right. We don't have a song for that. So it has been a while yeah. since you've zooed. I know. We should probably make those songs. But that's okay. One day we will. One day. 
All right, I'm going to rattle off my three quirks. I'm ready to hear them. Then I'm doing an informative info dump, yep. and I'll be rattle them about, off. So. Let's go. All right, my quirks, I got three. They all happen in the same day. <laughs> and so I thought oh, no. that was super oh, no. fun and cool of me. All right, so in the same day, I, one, sprayed myself with a faucet sprayer. I hate that. I hate that. Because yeah, I went to put it back, just assuming it would, like, release so i'm like putting it back in its holder yeah but the button got stuck down and so i, I put it that. back in the holder but it was still facing me and still spray spraying sprayed all over and me. you're like ah oh, i've been hit yeah <laughs> and my shirt was soaked and ian made fun of me and it wasn't a daily dribble it was different it was. i sprayed myself <laughs> um also on that day i slipped on a pile of acorns cartoon style no. Like it was a bunch of banana peels. I did it oh. twice. Two twice? Times. Yeah. Oh. I was like, whoa. This is a bad day. Was Where this you're Friday like, the 13th? No, it wasn't. It was Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. But I was just like, it was like where you're Wednesday like, the 11th. Yes. Like where you're comically like slipping and slipping and slipping. Yeah. <laughs> like you're on Like you're skates. on a bunch of marbles yes. in a cartoon. Yes. Did you do one of the whoa? Yeah, I did. Whoa. I felt like I was like about to fall for a very long time. But I didn't. I saved it. But it was... Very cartoonish. <laughs> and then also that evening, I dropped some food on the counter. Ian's mom made this like amazing, uh, she made like a turkey pot pie Ooh. and had like cranberry sauce Ooh. in it. It was so good. I was loving it. But I was eating it, dropped some of it on the counter, didn't notice, immediately smeared the sleeve of my favorite sweater right through no. it. And I was just thinking about uh. how I need to be careful with this sweater because I love it and I just got it and I shouldn't spill anything. And I wasn't spilling. On my front, but then I smeared my sleeve through oh, it. Oh no! So that sucked. So that was my <laughs> my little cr- bad day. My little quirky I'm sorry. day. That's just like a regular day for like, me. <laughs> like most days, things like that happen. You know, oh, a lot God. of days, at least one of those things happens. Yeah, I'm so quirky. You're so quirky. <laughs> Kristen, what are your quirks? All right, today coming down here, I brought four different be- beverages. I couldn't decide, so I brought four. You got? I brought water. I brought coconut water. Nice. And then I brought iced coffee, but realized it was too cold for iced coffee. So I bought on my way here hot coffee. And now I'm drinking tea, so we can call that five. Five. Yeah, you're going to want at least two types of water, two types of coffee. (laughs) Minimum. I just, I was like, I get it. I I just wanted them all, Pokemon style, you know? Got to catch them all. And you did. I did. Yeah. And will I drink them all? No. I'll probably drink each one halfway. Hey. So. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Just something to sip on. Just to sip. Something to do. Yeah. Um, sticking with the beverage theme, I have many different mugs. As most, I feel like most people have like a giant collection of mugs. I love a mug. I love a good mug. What is with, what is with that? Why? I don't know. They're just fun. They're fun They're just mugs. fun. They're fun mugs. <laughs> um, I have many different mugs and I have an unwritten list in my head of which mugs are designated for coffee and which mugs are designated for tea because I'm not using a tea mug for coffee and I'm not using a coffee mug for tea. You can taste the coffee in a mug. I don't I won't let Ian use my mugs for coffee. Really? I can always taste it. Yeah. I can't taste the coffee, but I just Well, you're not I, a super taster like I me. I am that most certainly not. But I just it just doesn't feel right. Like the vibes are different. The vibes are different. For the yeah. And and but I don't want to enforce my unwritten irrational rules on someone else. But when I do see them using a coffee mug for tea or a tea mug for coffee, I kind of just like sit there and just like stew on it. You know, don't like, they know the rules? I, I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm upset, and I understand that why I'm upset is irrational, yep. and it doesn't make sense because this is my rule that I made up about <laughs> mugs. There's no chart or designated. 
thing to use. Yeah. Still upset. Okay, so I was thinking about <laughs> this exact issue about how we make up rules because last Bagel Bite, you and I were talking about like miscommunications of like not picking up on social rules or not knowing that certain sentences are meant to imply certain meanings. Yes. And I was just thinking about how like we also have lots of rules, but I feel like for our rules, to me, I feel like I am so rigid about this rule and I get mad about people not following it because to me, it feels like common sense. Yes. And it feels like this is the logical right, right way to do this. Like, <laughs> of course, you can see by the shape and taper of this mug, it's for tea. <laughs> exactly. You can tell by this plate size You're and right. the rim that this is a dessert plate. Exactly. Why would anyone use any other type of plate, you fool? <laughs> And to me, it's just like I'm it's not it's very different from like an allistics sense of social rules because it's all of they're all rules that they've decided of this is how we communicate. This is what means this. This means right, this. Right. For our rules, it's like to us, our brain has decided this is the best, most efficient, most logical way to do this. And so why would anyone do it otherwise? Right. And I shouldn't even have to say which sponge is used for what. You should right. just know you should by just looking know. at them. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> I think working in medicine has gotten me out of this habit of making up rules and then just expecting everybody to follow them because it's common sense. Yeah. Because things that you think are common sense are not common sense yes. to other people. Yes. And Because they don't have any common sense. No. I, uh, maybe one day I'll share some stories, but I don't think any of these are appropriate for today's conversation. Okay. But so sometimes I'll get a patient phone call and I'm like, Wow. I just like missed the mark explaining that one, you know, where you're like, this makes perfect sense in my mind. Yep. And then they explain what they've been doing. And you're like, oh, no, no. Huge oh, miscommunication. No, no. Huge miscommunication. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. It's in my mind, it's so clear. Yeah. Just like with the mugs thing. I do the same thing. Yes. Yes. Judging someone for not making the same decision I made. Right. Right. And I, and I don't want to judge them because I feel like as a provider, it's my job to convey all that information because you know i'm the one who went into medicine but at the same time sometimes i feel like there's certain things that just shouldn't be need to be explained but i'm always proven wrong so yeah anyway on to my third quirk all right <laughs> um i am too scared and emotionally upset by scary movies but i do think that like the plot it's always interesting, like, ooh, it's, like, haunted or, um, you know, there's, like, a scary murderer or some sort of, like, psychological twister. But I don't want to go through. See, it's, like, a really good, like, creative, unique plot. But I don't want to go through. I don't want to watch it because I get scared. Yeah. So what I do is Christopher will watch it because he'll watch. He loves scary movies. He watches them. And then I have him explain the movie to me scene by scene. Which isn't, it's usually like instead of explaining like scene A, B, C, it's like explaining A, C, I forgot about B, <laughs> B again, C, D, Z, Z, <laughs> oh, but wait, G. We get there. Yeah. And it's very good because then I get to like know the plot and experience mm. the movie without all like the emotional turmoil that comes with it. Yeah. And I really like that. I think that's a good strategy. Yeah. I want to do that for you. I want to explain movies to you. Do you want to explain movies? Yeah. I Actually, I was thinking maybe for like um, a Patreon thing, mm. you and Christopher could explain a scary movie to me. I don't think he and I should do it together. Okay. We'll just go back and forth between the two yeah, of you. Yeah, we could take you turns. You each pick a movie and you can each explain it to me. Okay. And then I get to ruin it like I usually Perfect. do. Perfect. Yay. You're great at that. I 
Yes. I do what you just described, but I do it with what you dubbed anxiety movies, which I think is accurate. So movies about like people climbing somewhere and then being Mm -hmm. stuck. Like that movie about the two women who climb up a fucking cell phone tower for some reason and then they're stuck at the top. Can't watch it. So anxious the whole time. Uncomfortable. It's too anxiety provoking. But I'm curious about it for some reason. I want to know the plot. So I'll watch TikToks of people breaking down the scenes and like ruining the end because I just want to know what happens, but I don't want to actually watch it. And same with shark movies. I know it'll stop me from ever going in water ever again if I watched like a scary other than Jaws, like a stressful, like you're stranded and there's a big shark out there. Like I'm very fascinated by the concept, same with like being in caves and like sharks are in the cave, water cave or whatever, but I can't actually watch it. Water cave sharks Sharks. (laughs) coming this fall. Uh, But I want to hear about the plot. Yeah, I want to hear the plot in detail, but I don't want to like sit through and go through the anxiety. Yeah. The 125 hours. 127 hours. Two hours off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those stressful, Stressful drawn out situations where someone is stuck somewhere. Right. Don't want to watch it. Intrigued by the concept. Right. Survival movies where it's like a natural disaster or something. There's a lot of like planning coordination. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm in a good mental state to watch these anxiety mm. movies. Yeah. I think that's a healthy choice. Because I feel, I, I think they're always based in some sort of reality. That's how they get you. Yeah. All right. Anyway. You're so right. quirky. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's it. Those are my quirks. All right. Those are good ones. So today... Instead of hobby collectors, we've Fuck. been doing this thing. We still don't have a fucking song. We don't song. have a fucking song. We're going to work on it. Oh, we, we've no. got plenty of time, except for right now. Where we don't have any time. Where we have no time right now, but after this, we'll have plenty of time to sit and to noodle on it. Yeah. And uh, come up with the creative song. And we'll just keep saying this every episode. Every episode. No, we we're going we to figure it out eventually. Yeah, we're going to figure it out one day. After this. After, after we this, record. We're going to sit down. Today. You. Me and our computers. Good. And we're gonna brainstorm hash this session. Out. Brainstorm. Yeah. Bring your brains. We're gonna bring my kazoo. Yep. We're gonna find maybe another instrument. Spoons. Uh, spoons. Tambourines. Triangle. Oh, I, I'd be down for a little triangle action. I saw a podcast uh, clip on TikTok of. These two people who were playing this game where you both say a word, like any word at the same time, and you say one, two, three, and then you have to say what your two words have in common, and you keep doing that. You keep trying to say what your two words have in common until you get to the same word. And I was thinking about how long that would take us. Oh, no. <laughs> and how we'd funny it might all... be to try one day. One day. Not today. We'd be here no. all day. Maybe for Important Patreon. things to info yep. dump about okay. because this is informative info dump. Beep, 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 beep. There's our song. That's not our song. Because we right. use that yep. for up to date. You're right. Up to date. <laughs> but that's not this. Because this not is this. informative this is... info. Dump. Dun dun. Boom, boom. We'll get there. Anyway, Grace, you've yep. you've provided us with a lovely informative info dump. Yep. What is your subject? I am ready to dump on you all. Dump it ab- on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will dump on you. All right, this episode, I've decided to do an informative info dump about Halloween. Woo! <laughs> or should I say, boo? Woo! Excited ghost. This is scary. 
for some reason, I've always had it in my head that like other countries also celebrate Halloween. Like I just thought of it. Is it just us? It's just us. Yeah. It pretty much is. Well, it started as a Celtic tradition. Sure. But what has become Halloween is like a We've Americanized it. Yeah, essentially. Is a purely American holiday. Is it really? Yes. What about the UK? No, they don't do it. They don't do Halloween. Australia doesn't. For some reason, I was I thought that I Australia thought this did. Was like, they don't know about Halloween. I was talking to someone. Definitely wasn't Anya. It was someone out. else. But they get the fuck out. <laughs> didn't know like about Halloween and thought that they don't it do was jack o' lanterns. Like, they thought it was like Day of the Dead. I'm like, no, it's no, very, it's different. Which is important. Yes, Dia de los Muertos, but, but not not Halloween. Not Halloween. So I thought I'd do a little rundown of where Halloween came from, its origins, and like... And how the Americans bastardized it. Well, it's essentially like uh, Christianity bastardized, uh, Celtic. Ah, like all uh, the holidays. Yeah, exactly. Just taking all the fun, spooky stuff out of it and made it American. Okay, so... Dump it. Let me dump. All right, so (laughs) Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celtics who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the UK, and northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. Oh. So this day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of dark, cold winter. Yes. A time of year that was often associated with human death. Isn't that fun? So they started their year off with death. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you could only go up from there. So it's like, nice. Keep those expectations low. You don't want to end on death. You right. want to start it with death and work start your way up. Start with death. Yeah. Work your way up. End with right before death. <laughs> um, the circle of life and death. The circle of life and death. All right. <laughs> so Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. Ooh. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. Halloween is on October 31st, by the way. I should have said that. Once again, I forget that not everyone has Halloween. Well, I just assume. The, like, am I blowing your mind right now? With this, my mind. Because right? there's so many like. We're so American centric Ameri- that I just assumed I everyone else I had just, it. Which I is always stupid. try to like not be. And then I'm always things like this. Like, I'm just like, how could you be so stupid, Kristen? Not everybody celebrates Halloween. But other things like uh, Christmas are celebrated in a bunch of other countries. So I just yeah, for some it, reason I just assumed. I don't know why. I don't know either. Stupid Americans. Stupid. All right. Like, I knew about Thanksgiving. Like, that's like... Yeah, obviously. Obviously, like, American. Same with, like, Fourth of July. Obviously, I'm not like, what? Uh -uh. (laughs) England doesn't (laughs) celebrate Fourth of July? (laughs) Um, But Halloween, I don't know why. I just thought it's such a fun holiday. It is a fun holiday. That, like, you think for, like, spooky fun reasons, other countries would be like, hey, we want to have a spooky fun holiday. So, like, Australia doesn't have a spooky holiday. Isn't that sad? What? Same with the UK. Does Canada celebrate Halloween? I don't know. Get Canadians. back to us, Canadians. Reach out. Probably not. And if you're from other countries. Yes. Do you have a spooky holiday? What is it? Tell us about it. Yes. Tell us. Yeah, we have tell listeners us. from a lot of different countries, so I don't want to leave you out. I'm sure you also don't celebrate Halloween, um, unless you're in Ireland. Who's in Estonia? Do you celebrate? Is there a uh, Halloween in Estonia? Yeah. I forget her name. Mm, she wrote into us. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. We're not going to remember right now. No. But... I- no and memory. she was Canadian, so she can oh, answer our Canadian question it's a two and for our one. Estonian it's question. It's a two for one. So let us know. Two yeah, for. wherever you live in the world, uh, besides America, listeners, please tell us if you have any fun spooky holidays. 
I hope you do. Same. I like a scary holiday. All right. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people dependent on the volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. So to commemorate the event, Druids built huge sacred bonfires where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. Oh. Burning animals. Yeah. I hope they killed them first. I know. That's rough. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. I like that phrasing, attempted to tell. You will become very wealthy. (laughs) Oh, you are going to have breakfast tomorrow. (laughs) All right. So jumping a few centuries ahead and you will see Christianity spreading all throughout Europe. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Spread that Christianity far and wide. Uh, The old pagan rituals were appropriated by the new monotheism, and the magical elements were turned into divine signs and stories of God's miracles. They basically took this, like, magical holiday and just were like, but what if it was all God instead? And what if we worshipped a man in the sky? Uh, But here's my question. Or maybe you're going to answer this. I can see how Easter and Christmas were, like, taken over by christianity yeah how is halloween i don't see it well i'll get there okay i will answer this that's question what I, for that's you. what i guess i they took it and then they ruined it and okay. they took all the fun creepy stuff out of it and made it like family friendly i'll get there okay okay so by the eighth century of the current era pope gregory the third had designated november 1st as a time to honor all the saints both known and unknown The festivity was officially named All Saints Day, also called All Hallows Day, Hallowmas, or All Hallowmas, from the Old English Al Hallowmesse. That's probably not right. You got it. Translating. (laughs) Sounds right. Translating literally to the Day of All the Saints. Okay. Yeah. So the celebration of All Saints Day begins on the evening of October 31st, and as such, that night is also known as All Hallows Eve. Eventually, that morphed into the word Halloween. I see. It's all making sense now. Right? All coming together. Okay. All right. All right. Jump ahead a few more centuries. Sure. Straight into ye old colonial times. A fun and prosperous time in America yeah. where everyone was free and everyone thrived and Jeez. no one was being brutalized and murdered. And it was just all coming together at a Thanksgiving table and holding hands. Land of the free. Oh, yeah. Except for the slaves. Yeah. If you're a white man, it's the land of the free. Um, England had parted ways with the church, and the celebration of Halloween was limited in the colonies due to Protestantism's rejection of many Catholic festivities. Ah. But in time, as more immigrants poured into the new world, quote unquote, Traditions mixed with several Native American rites and eventually a vague image of what would become American Halloween was sketched. Initially, there were some minor customs here and there that would return year after year, which included sharing ghost stories, telling each other's fortunes, celebrating harvest, and the fun of pranks and mischief. I didn't realize there was so much telling each other's fortunes involved in Halloween. I think we should tell each other's fortunes. I think we should do fortunes. Bring that back. Yeah. We should do it at the end of the episode. It seems like it was very based... There was Halloween had a lot of fortune telling. Yeah, a lot of fortune telling or Samhain did. So then in the second half of the 19th century, millions of Irish immigrants fleeing the potato famine 
That was my great grandmother. That was um, my family as well. Arrived on the shores of America. Due to their Celtic heritage and particularly drawn to Halloween celebrations, it was mostly them who helped spread the festivity throughout the country. By the time the Irish finished their exodus, Halloween had become a nationwide holiday. So it was thanks to the Irish that we have yeah. Halloween for what it is. Thank you, Irish. So essentially, like, the Catholics took it and turned it into All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. And then the Irish kind of, like, took it back, it sounds like. And then the came. Protestants were like, nah. Well, I think the Protestants said nah when it was more, when it had morphed into, like, this All Saints Catholic, Day. Yeah, yeah, All Saints Day All Catholic holiday. Saints. And so the Protestants said no. But then the Irish came over, and then they kind of, like, took it back. They were like, yes to the saints. Yes. No to the Catholicism. Yes to Let's the saints. Let's tell each other's fortunes. Yes. They yeah. said yes to fortunes. <laughs> and okay. bonfires and wearing animal. And heads. mischief. Yes. Yes. Yes, mischief. All right. So borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money, a practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Ah. And I thought this was a fun little fact. Young women believed that on Halloween, they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, which is just apple carvings, or mirrors. So they were trying to, like, figure out the name or appearance of their future husband on Halloween. That's doing yarn tricks. Depressing. Yeah. You, you know what we had in middle school? Remember MASH? I do remember MASH. I guess it's similar. Yeah, I guess it is. Minus the apples. We were just like little witches. And minus the yarn. Should have incorporated more yarn. <laughs> we should have had more yarn. Yeah. Would have been more accurate. Yeah. So then in the late 1800s, there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. So here is where we truly Americanize it yep. and take all the spooky, fun, Celtic stuff out of it. And we're like, but what if we made it like a nuclear family event? Yep. So at the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, food, foods of the season, and festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of the Halloween celebrations. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. So there's the answer to your question, right? Yeah. So it was like it was a Celtic celebration to kind of bring in or celebrate, I guess, the new year or prepare. Yeah. Fortune wise for. Prepare for death. The new year. Yeah. Prepare for the long, cold winter. And death. Yes. And the inevitable death that comes with the dark night of winter. Uh, was taken by the church and turned into a church thing. All Saints Day. Yep. Was taken back by the Irish and then was essentially like toned down by American sensibility. And those who aren't American, here's a brief rundown of Halloween. The day before, probably like on like the 28th, you realize, shoot, I got to get my kids costumes. So you go to Spirit Halloween, which is a pop-up store everywhere. You spend about $200 on costumes and candy, and then you shuttle your kid into the nicer neighborhoods Mm -hmm. um, so you can walk around safely without people causing mischief. And then you let your kids go door to door begging for candy, and they get that candy, and then you bring it back, and they eat half of it. They get a stomach ache, and then they crash, and then you eat all their leftover candy. 
My mom used to sneak into our bedrooms at night after Halloween and steal pieces of candy out of mine and Lily's Halloween bags. Like she would just take candy out of it. Oh, my God. Not parents to eat, that. to throw it away because oh, she's a nutritionist. Away? Yeah, not oh, for, man. It'd be no. one thing if she was taking it for herself. I'd be like, all right, I get that. I would do that as a parent. No, she oh, would yeah. just take it and throw it away. My mom, well, one, we had to give her all the Almond Joys. That was the oh, deal. I love Almond Joy. I'm not a big Almond Joy fan. I like a Mounds better. I don't want that almond in there. Yeah, nothing healthy. It's yeah, well, like, it's like it's it ruins the rest of the candy bar because it's too yeah, crunchy. You're right. You're right. It's like a drastic change. Like if they had a less crunchier almond, it would be fine. Also, do you say almond or almond? Almond. 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 That's how I say it. Almond. Almond. I think I say almond. Almond? That's nothing. It's uh, almond. <laughs> what am I saying? You're saying almond. Amen. Amen. Duh. Duh. Amen. Jake would never eat his Halloween candy for some reason. He was just like one of those kids who just didn't care about candy. I think because they were allowed so much candy and so many sweet treats over at Jake and Elena's house. Mm. Jake, he Elena's brother. Yes, he always had a huge bag and he wouldn't eat it and he would just leave it there all year. And whenever I would go over, I would eat his stale Halloween candy. He'd be like, I don't really care about it. I'd be like, I do. <laughs> I think my my dad, he doesn't like sweet treats, but my mom does. So I think she would slowly just eat all of our candy over time. I love a sweet treat. Because um, we were allowed like two pieces or something a day. And then it like slowly like and, and we were like too dumb to notice that like, wow, this candy bowl is getting really low. Like we must be eating all our candy. No, it was just my mom eating like fistfuls. Sneaky Teresa. Which is, which is fair. Yeah. I mean, she's that's her right. As she should. I feel like as a parent, you have to do that. Yeah. You have to go around and do trick or treating with them. Although I love trick or treating and I would take a child trick or treating. I think it's fun. I think my brother does, they do, because they live in the middle of nowhere, mm. um, so they do trunk or treat, where everybody, oh, yeah. they like meet in an empty lot in a field. Yeah, they did um, that in Oregon, too. And um, and you decorate your truck or car or something, and you go around. It's very cute for the kids. That's cute. We lived in the perfect neighborhood for trick or treating we growing did. up. Well, now we're, we, our old neighborhood is the one that people, because of like, it used to be like... It's the neighborhood everybody shuttles their kids into. Yep. It's a popular one. I know. I like passing out ha- candy for Halloween also. I don't think we're going to do it this year. We live on a busier street. I don't think we get a lot of kids. Mm. But we'll I, see. I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw another fact that said that one fourth of all candy bought in America is bought on Halloween or around right before I Halloween. I think the two best days to go to CVS are November 1st and. February 15th. Yep. Yep. Because that's when all the candy's on sale. Hell yeah. My roommate in grad school and I would always, we would like mark February 15th on our calendars and go to CVS together and just get all like the chocolate heart boxes and stuff. That's the real Valentine's Day. Yeah. We're like, woo, discount candy at CVS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, one, right. Well, I had one more little Halloween more note fact. about trick or treat. I didn't yeah. write it down, but I'm doing this. From memory that I think somewhere around, you know, like the late 1800s when they were they were doing Halloween, but it's not the Halloween we have today. The trick part became a big problem. There was a lot of like vandalism and a lot of I think uh, we should bring crime that back. happening. Bring back crime. Not bring, enough crime. Not, not enough, enough crime vandalism. going on on Halloween. So. So that's kind of why they started doing the more wholesome trick or treat thing. They were mm-hmm. hoping that if they gave the vandals treats and they wouldn't get a trick. 
Uh, That's why you say trick or treat. Please don't vandalize my house. Yeah, don't vandalize my house. Here's some candy. Exactly. And that was my informative info dump. Lovely. Yeah. All right. right, Now that Lucy stopped barking, we can move on with our day and get to alternative segments. Beep, 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 beep. Woo! Alternative segments. (laughs) All right. On this week's alternative segments, we're doing some more ADHD ADHD blind blind items. items. It's blind. I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) I had originally planned for this segment to be autistic blind items. Yeah. Because I realize we haven't really talked about autistic celebrities, but there aren't a lot of them that are like openly autistic, even though I could identify who I think is autistic. There's a lot of suspicion, but not a lot of. And and also like that is a journey someone has to go on on their own. And we don't want to like say, you know armchair diagnose someone yeah we wouldn't want to say that like for example meryl streep is autistic you know we wouldn't want to come out and say that (laughs) because that's her own journey for her to take but the few celebrities that are openly autistic you would not be able to guess any of them oh okay (laughs) and i I think i have a really hard time guessing just celebrities regular mainstream celebrities so if i did like anthony hopkins you're never gonna fucking there's no unless you went i would have got it no i wouldn't have no i was gonna say would you no I would not have gotten that hint. Okay. But it would have been a good one. Good pro quo, Clarice. Um, yeah. So uh, we're both going to do an ADHD blind item, and we're going to guess, and you can guess along with us. All right. All right. Why don't you I'm do excited. yours first? I can do mine first. Okay. I wrote down mine on my phone. I think once again, I think you're going to get it right away. Probably. I've read a lot of lists of which celebrities have... ADHD. You you may not get it in on the first guess, but I think you're going to get it on the second one. Okay. Lay it on me. Okay. Clue number one. Yeah. At the time, it was illegal for this person to be born. I don't know. I don't know. That was a vague clue. <laughs> um, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Is it illegal for anyone to be born? Um. Well. Say more. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a very big controversy when this person replaced the main host of a show. Oh, shoot. If you're not going to get it, I don't have a third clue. You don't? Those are your only two clues? I thought you were going to get it. Oh, do you have anything about, like, their ADHD journey and or anything? Yeah, I have a whole big write-up oh, okay. I was going okay. to talk to you about, but oh, okay. I'm just trying to make you guess this person. Oh, okay. With Because I, I feel like there's, like, certain things. Drew Carey. No. Will Smith. No. Now I'm just going through celebrities in my mind who yeah. I know have ADHD. It was a big, what kind of show? Comedy, but also news. Oh. The Daily Show? Trevor Noah? Yeah. Oh. You got it. (laughs) I got it. Yeah. All right. So Trevor Noah, so illegal for him to be born. So Trevor Noah grew up in South Africa during the apartheid, and his mother was black and his father was white. So being in the apartheid, that was illegal. So he was like literally not allowed to be born. So like they, yeah, they weren't. Allowed to procreate. I was right. like picturing like in the hospital where they're like, oh. no, no, not allowed <laughs> Put to it back give in. birth to this baby. Yeah. Put it back like, in. Very confused. Um, he wrote a book called uh, Born a Crime, which talks more about this. But basically his grandmother who raised him would like hide him from the police and everything. Mm. And he wasn't like he wasn't allowed to talk or be near his father yeah. at the time. And um, yeah, it was it sounded like a really like traumatic upbringing. Jeez. And 
Um, I have a couple quotes from an article um, that I'm going to paraphrase. He growing up in South Africa during the apartheid, uh, he faced numerous obstacles, including poverty and violence. And he accredits his ADHD as a factor in his ability to persevere and succeed during this time. He originally started his comedic career in South Africa. He was on this thing called The Amazing Date, which was a dating show, hmm. He, which he hosted. He um, also was in a soap opera. He had, did multiple stand-ups. And then in 2015 to 2022, uh, Jon Stewart stepped down from The Daily Show, and he um, was replaced him which was like a huge controversy mm. right but i think he did a really good job and and even though after john stewart left the show kind of like lost viewers it ended up being like the number one comedic show among millennials oh. and trevor Noah says um he's learned to embrace his unique strength and ability with which are often associated with adhd such as his ability to think creatively and adapt to changing situations quickly hmm. He has learned to not let his ADHD hold him back. And he talks about in this interview uh, a lot about how he set up like certain routines for him. Mm. And he's now understands like his impulsivity and his forgetfulness are traits of ADHD rather than him just being a bad person. Aww. And so he's really kind of grown in his diagnosis and medication have really helped him kind of succeed in his career that's cool um and so even though he's no longer a host on the daily show he continues to tour um with his comedy show and most recently he announced that he will be really uh releasing a podcast on spotify where he interviews influential and fam famous people oh i tried to look up the podcast it's not out yet oh they okay. like just announced it in june okay sounds pretty good maybe it's out now but i couldn't find it so okay all right. Yeah. That was a good one. Sounds like yeah. he's a good I'm sorry, advocate for ADHD. Clues weren't great. <laughs> well, I think you were so worried about it being so obvious. Well, I think if I said South Africa would, or Johannesburg, yes. it would have been like a red flag. So then, like, well, what do I do? I don't know if it's a red flag. Well, not I think a red flag, but it would have been like a really obvious giveaway. clue. Yes. It's the, it's hard to write these clues. I know. I You're agree. You're too good at this. So I have to make it super vague, and then and then I feel bad when you don't get it. Hey, I still got it. Stop being so good at your job. He actually was not on my mental list of celebrities oh. with ADHD. I guess I have, now that you say that, I have seen him on a list, but he wasn't one of the primary people in my brain that I was thinking mm, of. That, was a, that good was a good one. choice. Yeah. You stumped me. I saw him in, uh, I saw him live once. He's very funny. He is funny. He's a funny guy. He seems sweet, like a sweet man. Sweet man. All right, yeah. All it's right. cool that he is so open about his ADHD. Yeah. My celebrity, I couldn't find a lot from her talking about her ADHD. Lady. But I feel like I've already done some celebrities who talked more about their ADHD, and now I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel a bit more. Yeah, scrape it. But I'm hoping you will be able to guess this one. Okay, me too. I wrote so a I'm, lot more detailed I, clues because I know you need I them. I <laughs> need more details. You're going to get them. I, I, I'm glad you have this confidence in me. I have it. I have some at the bottom where I'm like, all right, if she's still not getting it now, here's a more <laughs> obvious one, and here's another more obvious one, and we'll kind of move that way. All right, here is my blind item. All right, you may never guess it with the intensity and focus she puts out when performing. That was from an article. <laughs> but this Canadian-born pop punk star has struggled with- Avril Lavigne. Yes! Yay! Damn it! <laughs> pop punk, Canadian. Got oh, it. Gave it away too fast? No, it's perfect. Oh. She struggled with ADHD ever since she was a kid. 
With the help of her parents, she managed to overcome her struggles and make the most of her recognizable talents. All right, I'm going to read the rest of my clips. Yeah, I, I want to hear the rest. Wrote them. In 2002, when she was only 17, the Canadian singer's debut album wowed the world. Her first two singles both spent half of the year on the Billboard Hot 100, and the album and the album remains. Skater boy. Okay. All right. The album remains one of the 20 best-selling albums of the 21st century. Can you believe that? Al- Wait, Avril, Lavigne, Avril Lavigne, 17 years old. 20th century? 21st, More than your girl Celine? Yeah, one of the 20 best-selling albums of the 21st We've century. We've had Britney Spears. We've had Sync. We've had Nirvana. <laughs> You're giving She's on you the think, same list as Nirvana? You think that Sync should be on the... 20 best-selling albums of the 21st century? I guess best-selling. It's not best-selling. about quality. It's, it's not about, about quality. It's best-selling. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, I don't know. I mean, they might be on there too, but Avril is also on there, along with probably like Michael Jackson yeah. and whatnot. That blows my mind. Right? Good for her. I'm proud of her. Yeah. 17 years old. Goddamn. Her snarky attitude, grungy look, and alternative-inspired sound was a potent combination that elevated her album above the rest of the, of the pop pack. She's not like other girls. Yeah, she wears a tie. Yeah, a loose tie. A loose tie. All right, my last thing. Oh, rarely seen without a baggy pair of jeans, a heavy coal eyeliner, and a loose tie around her neck, she co-wrote her own songs with lyrics about skateboarding and getting fired from a chicken shop. (laughs) And then my last clue, if you still hadn't gotten it, was going to be there's a conspiracy about her that she died and was replaced by a clone. Oh, yeah. I I figured that would give it away. Oh, uh, we should do a whole episode on like fringe conspiracy theories, yeah. starting with um, the classically known shoe bill AI puppet. Uh, yes, yeah. the global conspiracy <laughs> about the shoe bill that you have started. I'm so, yeah. starting it. That was a good one. I didn't know she was ADHD. You got it so fast. I didn't know you would get it by Canadian born. I, I don't know why I, I know that you. fact. I don't know. I just, I were, like to keep you tabs Avril on. Fan? Um, I loved Avril. I, I loved that album, Let Go. Did not. I enjoyed her casually. Okay, easy, <laughs> easy listening. Easy listening. Yeah, like I liked her songs. They come on. I'm like, yeah, this is a banger. But a I'm not. I am not wearing baggy pants with a loosely fitting tie. I didn't either. But I think I kind of wish I could. Like I kind of was like, I wish I could have this style. <laughs> Who's stopping you? The man? Yeah, the man. Myself. Probably my mom. Be like, no, you're not getting that. You're not wearing that. Yeah, I don't know. If I came out with a loose fitting tie, I think Teresa would be like, oh my God. Is that your father's tie? Don't ruin it. It's his only tie. Go put your air apostle back on. I can't afford to buy your father more ties. (laughs) Not in the budget. It's not in the budget. He's got one. Matches everything. My dad has an embarrassing sunflower tie that he wears to events. Sunflower tie. He wears it with a bright yellow shirt and it looks lovely. It's very Steve. It's very Steve. It's very Steve. All right. And that and was our alternative segment. Alternative segments. It's weak. That was weak. <laughs> that was weak. But we have to move on. Yes, because we need sustenance. And that's why we're hitting the road to hitting find, the tracks. Yeah, hitting the road tracks, and we're 
We smell some pizza in the distance. We're hungry in, little guys. Hungry little guys. What's that I smell in the air? Is mm. it a pizza shop in the distance? It could be. Let's gallop on over there. Uh, clip, clop, clip, clop. They got any pizza. See if they're there. Because <laughs> whenever we do this, I always think of Ian's second set of interviews where we were doing this and he's like, what are you guys hey, doing? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Wasn't listening. You don't get it. You don't, you don't get, get our it. art. Um, but what we're trying to say <laughs> is that it's time for Pizza Secrets. Yeah, it is. And we've got a juicy one for you. But first. A shared pizza secret. A shared pizza secret from two different point of views. Yep. Beautiful storytelling. All right. Let's do that song. Pizza secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza secrets. Pizza secrets. Oh, yeah. All right, Kristen, you thought of this joint pizza secret. I thought this was a good one. And I, I was waiting. I don't know why I was waiting. To tell this, but I think we need to now. I think I was waiting to see if we we're going to have Haley back on the show, but I think, first of all, Haley, I feel like has plenty of pizza secrets that she can yeah. tell if she comes she back. So many pizza secrets, and I think it's one that deserves to be told. So I think we're just going to yeah, tell it now. I think so. This is a story all about how about Grace and our good friend Haley, who's been on the show, and Junior Prom. Yes. So out of our, like, we had a pretty big friend group. And I think out of our friend group, I would say you and Haley were probably the most popular or like associated with the popular kids. Yes. Thank you. I would say. I feel weird when people say I was popular. I'm like, I wasn't. I think you associated with the popular kids more. And I think I was on the opposite end of that spectrum where I associated with, like, we were weird, like, in-betweens. I yeah, would say. yeah, I would say we were in between. And I think you were, if we had like a popularity number chart, yeah, range, you'd be like the upper middle class of popularity, <laughs> yeah. and I would be the lower middle class of popularity. Yeah, but I also feel like it wasn't like you were bullied; you just like weren't as known. weren't as known, you know? and I think kind of like apathetic to. I was just on my I own think you adventure, were just unaware. Like you just weren't really interested in social dynamics. I think. I would be for like I would like hyper focus on sh- social dynamics, and then I would lose interest. Be yeah, like you know what I don't really like these people at all. Yeah. Um. So I stuck to our friend group, but you guys were socialites, and <laughs> I guess I <laughs> compared to me, I think it was just because we played soccer. I think and uh, more popular kids played soccer, right? You know, the not a lot of popular people played field hockey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, for a reason. Womp <laughs> And um, so, so it was our junior prom, and we were all going to sleep over at our friend's house, right? Yeah. And, and their parents were out of town, right? Yeah, I think so. But like, we were our friend group. I would say is kind of like we were all kind of dorky in high school in the sense that like we weren't really drinking, we weren't partying, we weren't doing any mischief, really. We were, we were good kids. We were good kids. That's what I tell my mom. mom. And she's like, sure you were. And I was like, we, we legitimately were. We didn't do anything. This junior prom fiasco was the, the first, first and biggest time yeah. where I truly did something that was like naughty. The first party I was invited to was with the theater kids and I was the DD. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, so cool. that's the level we're talking about. Yeah. And I so like Haley and I were like the biggest troublemakers of our friend right, group, but right. like that means nothing. So <laughs> it really doesn't. So you guys, so the plan was to all after junior prom. It's not even senior prom. Junior prom. It was in like the school cafeteria. It was in the cafeteria. <laughs> yep. 
Super cool. They didn't want to. They didn't want to damage the gym floor, right? Yeah. So they're like, you can go to the cafeteria. Yeah. You're not worth it. And we'll push the tables to the side, right? <laughs> so after junior prom, we all go to our friend's house, except for you two. You yes. came back and then you left to go to a different party. Yeah, the whole time you guys were making this plan to go sleep at Laura's after junior prom, mm-hmm. and we were going to watch movies and have a sleepover. And yeah. I was like, first of all, this Laura like has a, a bunch of cats. I'm very allergic to cats, so That's I don't want to do that. She had one cat. She had multiple cats. She had one cat. Well, it felt like multiple with how much really hair was fur. in there. It was a lot of fur. Yeah, exactly. And also, the last time I slept at Laura's was the sleepover incident that Haley and I also had at the Donovan's house. Oh, that's Where right. we asked, where we tore Laura's room apart in like first grade and then asked Tony for bread in the night. That's right. I, so Monsters. Yeah, I um, think I maybe just like was having flashbacks of the last time I slept at Laura's. It didn't go well. Right. So we were all supposed to sleep at our friends at Laura's. Yep. But I had, yeah, I had a boyfriend during Ooh, junior prom. Ooh. So popular. <laughs> totally. Only popular kids have boyfriends. <laughs> but he kind of had a more popular friend group. He was very popular. Right? Because soccer. It soccer. was soccer boys. It was just soccer boys. When we say popular, it's not like your classic American high school film where it's like the mean girls, like in Mean Girls, where you have like this one click and then, you know, there's Everybody like this else. social dynamic. Yeah, I just, it felt like there were a bunch of people that were friends that all played soccer. And some of them were cool and drank. And uh, one of them was having a party at his camp after junior prom. And so Haley and I were invited. And like the naughty little guys that we are, we decided to skip Laura's sleepover and instead go to this party at Danny Gribbon's camp and lie to our parents and say that we were really sleeping at Laura's, which is a great high school plan. High school plan. Classic high school shenanigans. Exactly. People do this all the time. Yeah. Except not everybody has your mom for a mom. Ugh, no. So so I go over to our friend Laura's. We have a little movie night. There's popcorn. We're like, I can't believe Grace and Haley went to that party with all the cool kids. Like, that's cool, but we'll be here. In our jam jams. In our jams. And I think we were texting you, too. So it wasn't like you were, like, lost in the woods or anything. No, it was just that. It, it was Danny's camp on Sebago, which was like... It was a safe like, situation. It was like 30 minutes minus from Portland. Yeah, it was a safe situation. Drinking. Yeah, minus the underage drinking. Right. So you're there. We sleep over, successful sleepover at Laura's. It's the next day. Well, you skipped the part where Haley had to be picked up in the middle of the night, oh, right? Oh, no. So Haley and I go and sleep at Danny's. I felt confident about it. I was like, fuck it. Let's just do it. So we went there. We got drunk. Then around like midnight, Haley starts panicking that we're going to get in trouble and that she made a bad choice. And so she called, what, you and Vanessa to come and pick her up? It wasn't me. Oh, it was Vanessa. I was dead asleep. She called. Oh, yeah, that makes Vanessa's sense. Vanessa's a good person. So she probably got the call. Reliable yep. out of yes. the. So she called Vanessa to come pick her up and got picked up at like 1 a.m. from this party, <laughs> which is like not safe. So, if anything, I made the safer choice by sleeping over there. Right. And not panicking and getting picked up at 1 a.m. Well, I mean, we were all dead sober. Yes. We had, like, Pepsi. Yeah. And Haley and I were very drunk. I think any time I drank in high school, which was, like, three times, I threw up, like, every single time. I'm very sensitive to alcohol. You are. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why I don't really drink. So, I, we were both very drunk, but we probably had, like, two drinks. Okay. Yeah. 
That's why. And then she, so she comes back to Laura's, right? Yeah, she okay. came back and slept over. How come we left you there? Because I was like, oh, I was like, no, I'm staying here. I was, I don't know, sleeping. I would have dragged you out if I was woken up. I would have been like, if we're getting her, we're getting you. Well, you did, but I didn't because I was probably sleeping soundly. Exactly, yeah. like the good little girl you are. I am. Okay, so Haley's back at Laura's. Everybody's at Laura's except for you. Yep. You are at the party still. I'm standing my ground. Standing your ground. Throwing up in Danny's bathroom. Yep. Passing out on the bed. Oh, God. Classic junior prom night. So <laughs> it's like nine in the morning the next day after we were up like most of the night. You were not. I you was were not. sleeping no, soundly. No, I slept soundly. You got a full I eight and a half. full eight and a half. <laughs> Um, I was always the first one to sleep at the sleepovers. Yes, because when you fall asleep, you are yeah, dead to the out. world. Yeah, can't it's a talent. I know it is. And so, who comes to the door at like eight thirty nine in the morning is your freaking mom yep. asking for you, and we're all like, oh. Well, didn't she say she was bringing breakfast over, which feels like it felt like she yes, it felt like she had this excuse. Oh, I'm just being so kind, and that's not how my mom talks, but this is my mom voice. I'm just being so kind and bringing over breakfast for the girls. Oh, where's Grace? It's it was it was a trap. It was orchestrated. It was it was she she must have known somehow like mom's intuition that you were up to something like. She doesn't do that type of stuff. She's never no. done that before. She's or never since, done that before. Ever. That she knew. She knew. She, she definitely found out. somehow knew. She found out. So then, so now she's like asking, like, where is Grace? And then she starts kind of panicking, like, where is Grace? Because we're where not, is she? We're like not answering. And I think Haley had to talk to her and. I don't know. It wasn't me. I was like, I, I had no part. I slept. That's so awkward. That you <laughs> guys was, are all it like, was uh. the, It was probably the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me because I didn't want to give me rat up. you out. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you can clearly see your mom's, like, straight up panicking. I think Mo did it. Our friend Mo must have done it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm She's sure she was best. like, Susan. <laughs> Susan, listen. Listen, Susan. And then. Grace has made the wrong decision. <laughs> she was so mad. And then Haley had to go home too. Yeah, right? I think she still got in trouble. Haley still it got was in found trouble. out that Haley had gone to this party. Right. Then she, all the moms started talking. Yep. So I get home and my mom's like, "Were you at that party?" And I was like, "No, mom, I fell asleep at like eight o'clock <laughs> per usual." Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I that morning got a phone call from my mom, and <laughs> I didn't know that she was at Laura's. And she said, "Where are you?" And I said, "I'm at Laura's." And she said, "No, you're not." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" How'd you get? Who brought you home? So everyone was planning, you know, that morning because everyone was from Portland. We were just out at Sebago. Everyone was planning to drive back into Portland, and there were, right. you know, Alex because the gonna, lake like, house wasn't far. It was like thirty minutes yeah, away like, from where we lived, our yes. neighborhood. Yeah, so I think I, you know, they were just going like, to get a ride back with someone. Yeah, or drop me at Laura's yeah. or something, but. I, and so I said that, you know, they then they revealed my parents revealed that they knew I was at this party and they knew I hadn't slept at Laura's. And so I was like, OK, well, I'll just, you know, get a ride back to Portland. And my dad was like, no, you're staying there and I'm coming to pick you up. Oh, and so Steve. I had to sit there and wait for my dad to come pick me up. And everyone knew that I was in trouble. And, you know, oh, everyone's hanging out the sucks. next morning. And he came in and he was super pissed. And I had to like shamefully walk out with my father. Oh, that's such a walk And I was grounded shame. for two. A walk of shame for a different reason. Yes. Yes. Parent shame. Parent shame. Yes. 
My dad's coming to get me. Yeah, and I was in, I was grounded for two months, and it was the beginning. Two months? Yes, and it was the beginning of summer because it was junior prom, so it was in the spring. Oh and I was grounded for like the f- two months of summer. That sucks. Yeah, it really sucked. It really sucked. It was not worth it. Not worth it. It didn't seem like it. No. I liked my plan better. It was fun, though. I still remember getting in trouble for something I didn't do. Like, my mom was really upset, and I still got her talking to about going to high school parties. And I was like, I wasn't even there. I promise. I wasn't invited. We watched Shrek or something. (laughs) Yeah, sounds lame. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather go to this party, get too drunk? Throw up, pass out, and then that get, sounds awful. Get shamed in the morning by your parents, and then be grounded for two months. <laughs> Doesn't that sound better? Uh, oh my god! So yeah, and that uh, was junior prom. Oh man, pizza, pizza secret. <laughs> I'm just glad Haley got in trouble, and I do remember my mom saying that it was smart of me to at least not call someone to come pick me up at 1 a.m. on junior prom night because people were probably driving drunk. Yeah, probably. I just, maybe I did pick you up. I thought it was, I didn't get picked up. I thought it was you and Vanessa who went out and picked up It probably was. I probably just like blacked out, uh, as in like blacked it out of my memory. Yeah, not from alcohol. I I try not to remember that morning, but I do remember your mom. It's dramatic. Just being really upset. And and I think it was Mo being like, Susan, listen. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have a conversation about AC. AC. I'm so Simo doing that. Oh, man. There was another time where Haley, it was for New Year's. We were going over to Vanessa's for New Year's, like sophomore year of high school. And Haley and I, I think, snuck into her parents' vodka. Oh. And we poured like maybe one shot of vodka into a whole two liter bottle of Coke. And And we were drinking it at the New Year's party. And we were like, no one touched this. This is ours. And we thought we were so drunk. But it was like maybe we would have had a sip of vodka each total. <laughs> and we didn't, it's not like we were drinking the whole bottle of fucking Coke. So oh, we were like man. the bad kids of our friend group, but, but we like, were co- so innocent <laughs> at the same yes. time. <laughs> like we really were not doing anything bad. That, yeah, that party at Danny's was, I think the one time in high school where I did that. And of course I got caught immediately and got in a ton of trouble. Yeah. So, well, I wasn't getting away with shit. Should have partied with the theater kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then the DD because you were scared you were going to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All right. All right. Pizza secret. Pizza secret. So if you're listening, kids, don't be better at hiding things from your parents than I was. (laughs) Is the lesson we should all learn here. Right. Yeah. It's not about being truthful and making safe choices. And not drinking underage. Not drinking underage or going to a party at a cabin in the woods. It's about not getting caught. About not getting caught. Don't get caught. Yeah. That's the lesson you should all take away from this. Just don't get caught. Yeah. Be responsible about what you're doing. You know, it wasn't like it was a bunch of people I knew. It wasn't some random like older people's party. Yeah. It was just a bunch of us hanging out at a cabin. It was definitely no no comparison to um, what's that show with Zendaya? Um, Oh. Uh, uh, Euphoria. Yeah. You're not like covered in glitter and like at a party with like grown men. Exactly. No, not at all. Like it was truly even for a party, it was incredibly tame. It was just us like probably playing, playing like beer Jenga. pong and like yeah, <laughs> Jenga and like hanging out in this cabin. It was it was nothing crazy. Oh and my I probably God. had one shot of alcohol total. I remember thinking you were so close. Cool. Like, I can't believe you got in trouble for drinking. Right? Wow. That is That's pretty like cool. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool of me. Grounded for 2 months. <laughs> pretty cool. 
My parents don't know how they how good they had it, you know? I know. That's what I tried to tell my mom. Because both yeah. my brother and I, because I remember I started DDing because my brother started DDing. And I think my brother started DDing because that was the only way he was going to get invited to parties. <laughs> Make yourself useful. Right? Yeah. You know what he would do? Here's a bonus pizza secret. So he would DD, but he only had a pickup truck. And sometimes there'd be people who are like at these parties who are like really because I went with him on a DD ride. He's he's got like a call in the middle of the night and he's like, I got to go like rescue a friend. You want to come with? And I was like, yeah, I want to see what this party does. Um, so what that party do? We didn't even go in. We just like went to the front of the house and a bunch of people. They would get in the back of his truck, but he had like um, a cover over the mm. bed. And so he would just shove Smart. people in there. And they would never know, and he'd just, like, go slow over the speed bumps. Stowaways. Yeah. Or go really fast with the speed he bumps. He could. Yeah, he didn't. And then, like, the I think his girlfriend at the time got to ride shotgun, which is awfully nice of him. He didn't put her in the back. That was nice. Uh, but, yeah, so he DD'd to get invited to the parties, and then I started DDing because I was like, oh, well, that's what, that's what everybody does. But apparently not. No. Sometimes you can get invited to them and be the one drinking and then yeah, get in a lot of trouble. Not that cool. No. I mean, I wasn't that cool either. Because I couldn't pull it off. Cool enough to get caught. Yeah. Cool, just cool enough to get caught. Cool enough to be invited. Not oh, so cool man. that I could pull it caught off. Caught in the worst way, too. The worst in front way. of all your friends. Uh, I know. And, like, putting all my friends in that situation of, yeah. like, having to lie for me and yeah, cover for me. Yeah, I, I think I was pretty upset at you that Yeah, I think everyone was. Caught. Yeah, I think we were all pretty upset. Yeah, that is a bad position to put you guys in. Yeah, of, Like, thanks. having to cover for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we clearly didn't. We are all snitches. Yep. That was just the we worst. We could have been like, oh, she just went down the street to get bagels. Or... My mom wouldn't believe. She'd be like, I'll wait. I know. <laughs> Great. I'll wait. She if definitely was... knew something was up. She came to catch me. And she caught me. She did catch you. I'm surprised Teresa didn't come with her. I think she knew. Teresa would have tore into us. Yeah. Because remember that one time we were going to try? This is... We can fade out here. Um, <laughs> well, we got to say bye and oh. everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Rather than telling more dumb stories... If you like this podcast <laughs> yeah, and you're like, let's do more. More of this. More, more of, of this. this. More of this. More embarrassing high school stories. Yeah. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us a review. You can leave us a certain amount of stars. Uh, I think right now at the time we're only accepting five stars. So. Yep. Let me check. Yes. Yep. In fact, we are yep. only accepting five stars. Okay. So that's the deal, yep. everyone. All right. Five stars only. Yep. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on our cute little Facebook group. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi-dot-com/slash weirds of a feather. Yep. Get us a little coffee to keep this horse train going. Everything goes back to the podcast. Yep. You can uh, write us an email at weirds of a feather at gmail.com. Or you could DM us on Instagram. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Right? All right. All right. I think we did it. We did it. We don't know how to end things. We, no. we just drag it out on and on this and on. This has been the longest pizza secret slash ending we have ever done. It's pretty ambiguous if it's still a pizza secret or if we're ending. Uh, is it the ending? Is it a pizza secret? We just don't know. There's no way to There's know. There's no way to know. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to kind of like squawk out here yeah, and fade it out. Fade it out, squawk it out. Eventually, hopefully, it'll get quieter and quieter and then it will just be done. Yeah. And then you so, can go on with your day yeah. in silence. <laughs> And, you know, think about what you just heard. Yeah. Have a good think. <laughs> Noodle about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Halloween ghost. Ooh. Yeah.